going on guys welcome on back to second and short and our nfc afc championship week i mean it is upon us we are down to the final four in the nfl uh, i am joined as always with my lovely assistant vanna aaron ben thanks i mean i haven't been called lovely in such a long time it's good to know someone still notices the effort i put in yeah. yeah, you you do you do, you do uh, spice yourself up for these episodes and everything, getting all dressed up fancy. But I put on my fanciest black hoodie. And you know, I'm ready. We didn't have an episode on Monday. We took a little bit of break there to kind of let go of what we did, and we're gonna kind of talk about the teams here. But let, we're gonna kind of give our keys to victory for each team in these two matchups, and kind of give you our predictions on who we think is going to win. Before we jump on into this podcast, be sure to click that subscribe button down below. We are so close to hitting 100 subscribers, and I know it's a small goal, but it's a goal that I want to meet before our first year hits in March. On top of that, leave a like, give us a thumbs up. It's the cheapest way to support us. With all that being said, let's get into this. What we're going to do here is we're going to break down each team's key matchup, like their key to victory here, and we're going to start with the Green Bay Packers because they are the number one seed in the NFC and they do potentially, like we think is going to happen, have the MVP on their team. Aaron, what is a key for Green Bay getting a victory here over this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team? Uh, for me, especially going against a quarterback like Tom Brady, it's their secondary. I know last week, Jair Alexander looked crazy good. I mean, he had a couple huge stops, not only in coverage, but also tackling. But the rest of the Rams receivers, even playing with an injured Jeff Goff, they were able to kind of find room and get open. Josh Reynolds, Robert Woods, even the rookie Van Jefferson, they all were able to get in the open space and and be able to be open for the ball. So if you're going against a quarterback like Tom Brady, who's known for picking apart defenses, just being able to go through his coverages, find the even if the guy's half open, he's going to get the ball to him. So... For me, the big thing for the Packers, the key to victory, is their secondary. I know Aaron Rodgers is going to play like Aaron Rodgers. How many bad games has he had this season? I think it's like one or two, um, including that game against the Bucks earlier. I know he's going to be hungry to get the win this time. And here's the thing. Tampa Bay won last week off of getting points off of turnovers. I mean, the fact they were able to get these turnovers and have these drives to get some points helped them out. Green Bay needs to force turnovers. I Yeah, that's what has to happen here. When you look at it, they are middle of the road or bottom in a lot of categories. I mean, they're ranked the 18th in the league this regular season in interceptions with only 11. They've only forced 12 fumbles this year, and they've only recovered 10 fumbles. So, you know, to be honest, I that, that's a big thing here. Now, they are, top, they are number 10 in sacks, 41 sacks. Getting pressure on Tom Brady is huge here. The... Guys that we think are developing for Green Bay in the backfield can hold strong. We're going to get some coverage potential sacks here, which then is going to allow them to blitz and force more pressure, which could cause a turnover here. And we've we've talked about it too. Like the the best way to to kind of rattle Brady is to get pressure on him. And we talked about that before the wild card round, I think, as well. And so yeah, I think you're right. I think if they can get some pressure on him and keep tight coverage, then it could be a huge advantage for the Packers. I mean, that that's right there, because if you can play well and you force Tampa Bay to become a run-first team, that's going to be an issue for them. Not really an issue, but it's just going to be something they don't want to do. That's Green Bay. Now, 
Let's talk about Tampa Bay. What is their key to victory here? I'm looking at what they did last week against the Saints. And they won that game, like you said, pretty much based on turnovers. Defense stepped up, and they actually had a pretty strong ground game. They ran for, I think it was 125 yards between the, both of their running backs. Uh, for me, their wide receivers have got to step up. Because last week, Tom Brady had just just above 50% completion percentage, threw for just under 200 yards. Uh, but his wide receivers, I mean, they're leading wide receiver was Chris Godwin with four catches, 34 yards. Uh, Antonio Brown was kind of hobbled by injury. Mike Evans also just that one catch. I mean, he had a touchdown, but it's just on one catch. And, and then all the rest was, was, uh, was tight ends. Yeah. Cameron Bray and, and Grant Kasky. If Leonard Fournette had five catches. So you, if you want to get over, like if you think this is going to be like a really high scoring game against the, Packers, which I think it's going to be, you need to get your wide receivers more involved. They need to find space. And I mean, it's kind of cheating because I feel like I'm just saying the opposite of what I said about the Packers, but that's what I think. I think the wide receivers are going to have to get healthy and, and get better for this game. No, I mean, that that's pretty fair, though. For me, my key to victory here for them is actually getting their run game uh, established and continuing their dominance against opposing run teams i mean that's i i i love flashy offense it's great it's awesome you know being able to see quarterbacks and receivers you know combined for 400 yards passing but i love a gritty dirty run game that just it's ground and pound runs the clock dead and i think if ronald jones leonard fournette whoever is running the rock if they can do that and establish that they have a chance to sustain longer drives keep the ball out of rogers hands thus also not allowing Brady to turn the ball over, not saying he will, but I think that's a huge key there. And this Tampa Bay team is, they're ranked like 28th in rushing yards this year as a team. However, they are like, they're like one of the best, if not the best run defenses in the league. So that kind of right there is the way to, for me to say that they're going to set the tone. And yeah, so that, that's it for me. I mean, the receivers do need to step up. That I think that's obvious from last week. I think they're going to, but I mean, what do you think about Tampa Bay's run game or ability to stop the run? Like, do you think it's going to have an impact here in this game? I think if, first of all, I think if the Packers, if Aaron Rodgers is struggling um, early on in the game, they could start turning to, to Aaron Jones and maybe even AJ Dillon to, to start running the ball a bit, maybe get some short catches out of the backfield. Uh, I don't think that the the Bucks are going to be able to get their run game going because, frankly, they haven't been able to do that for most of the year. They've been mostly relying on their really, really stout defense and their amazing passing attack. And I just don't see that changing against the Packers. I know they had 125 yards rushing on the ground last week, but I think that was just kind of an anomaly, and I think they're going to once again rely on Tom Brady to lead them to victory. Alrighty, and give us your final prediction on the NFC Championship game. Who is going to that Super Bowl? Man, I gotta say, both of these, both of these games are incredibly hard to predict. I think they maybe it's not like last year where you saw the Chiefs and Titans in the championship game, and you're like, well, the Titans didn't really have a chance. I think any four of these teams could be play in the Super Bowl, and I would be, I would not be surprised. And so, 
if I have to predict, I think the Packers are going to edge out the Bucks, uh, probably by a score of about 27 to 26, something like that. Pretty high-scoring game, pretty close game. Maybe the last team to have the ball is the team that wins. So I think that this is going to be a more exciting second half than it is first half. I'm going to stick with my rule. I don't like Tampa Bay. I'm not a huge fan of them. However, I don't bet against Tom Brady. It's just something I don't do. I think Tampa Bay gets the win here, 27-24. I agree, close game, team to get the ball last. I think it'll be a game-winning field goal, as it is always with Tom Brady in the playoffs. Now, let's move over to the AFC game, and let's talk about the two best teams in the AFC. I mean, potentially, if the Bills don't mess up throughout the season on a game here or there that they shouldn't have lost, they could be fighting for the one seed. Now, they had to do something that nobody else has done, and that's be the two seed and win two games just to even get here. Let's talk about them, and let's break down the Buffalo Bills and their keys to victory against this Kansas City team, the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City team. Key to victory for Buffalo has been their key to victory all season, pretty much, and that's Josh Allen. Uh, He's been amazing, had probably the best third-year jump we've ever seen. I think if they want to keep winning, if they want to be able to beat this incredibly good Kansas City team. Josh Allen's got to have a great game. He's more specifically, he's got to limit his turnovers. Uh, He's got 10 interceptions on the season. Not a whole lot, but he's been known, even going back to the playoffs last year, to kind of fumble the ball at really, really bad times. So I think the key for me is just Josh Allen Protecting the ball. We know he's going to throw for a buttload of yards. We know Stephon Diggs is going to have nine catches for a hundred and some yards, uh, probably a couple touchdowns. The main point for me is Josh Allen protecting the ball, not turning it over, not giving the Chiefs offense a chance to, to do anything with it. No, and that's 100%. And I think the longer this is, this is I mean, we're, we're playing in a situation where there's so many great quarterbacks playing right now. And the longer that your quarterback can have the ball compared to the other team's quarterback in a, in a dumbfound sense way of saying this is the best way to win. It's simple as that. I think Josh Allen can have a game where he has no turnovers and they could still lose. That's how good this Kansas city team is. Like he could not make a single mistake and they could still lose a a shootout. That's just what happens with Kansas city. And I think teams, the way teams have beat Kansas city in the past is, is, basically just keeping Mahomes off the field as long as possible. I mean, we saw the Chiefs try to do that last week, and were almost successful. Or not the Chiefs, the Browns. Now, for me, the Buffalo Bills allowed 38 red zone touchdowns this whole year. That's a huge issue, especially when there's a guy by the name of Travis Kelsey, who is a huge threat anywhere on the field, but especially in the red zone. I think red zone trips are the key to victory for Buffalo. We saw this last week with Cleveland, and I know a lot of people were like dogging on it, like, oh man, Cleveland's allowing a lot of points. No, they were allowing field goals. That's the thing. They were, they, there was an ch- opportunity for Kansas City to get out big and everything and, and run the score up to 30 to whatever, but they allowed a couple field goals, and I think that's key here. You can let Mahomes drive. Take your time. Eight plays, 70 yards, that's cool. Get stuck, you know, fourth and two from the 10-yard line. Kick a field goal. If Buffalo can hold Kansas City to red zone field goals, I think that'll be a huge victory here. The idea for me isn't to completely stop Kansas City from scoring. I mean, sure, that'd be great, but 
we also need to be realistic on this. If they can just hold them, minimal points, you drive down, get a touchdown, again, field goal, touchdown. You're going to win the game, obviously, but you just need to stop them in the red zone. That's my thing here. Now, let's flip the, you know, flip the script. Let's talk about Kansas City. Kansas City is, I mean, right now, we're two games away from a dynasty. Uh, really, we really are. What is the key to victory for this Kansas City team? Who has, this whole season, played a lot of teams really close? The key for me, and I'll explain why, is Pat Mahomes. Uh, I know it's kind of, <clears throat> it's kind of weird to be like, it's kind of weird to kind of have doubts about him at this point. But after the injury is sustained against the Browns and, and like hearing all these kind of conflicting reports throughout the week, it's crucial for me to see if he's going to play or not. If he's not playing, I think they have no chance. And I'm just going to say that. Yeah. <clears throat> Look at their past, what is it, eight games? They've won by one score. The last time they won a game by more than one score, it was against the Jets in, in game eight, I think it was. All the rest have been by one score. He struggled against a couple of good defenses. The Dolphins picked him off a few times. So I think, for me, not only is Patrick Mahomes going to play, but is he going to be healthy and, like, it sounds weird, but is he, is he going to be, like, in his right mind? Like, it, did his head not get too jammed up and mushy? Mushy brain can get you, man. Mushy brain can get you. It can. I mean, and I mean, if they're winning games by one score with non-mushy brain Mahomes, <laughs> I think they they're gonna have a really hard time against one of the hottest teams in the league if Mahomes is not playing or if he's playing hobbled. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, it, we have to be honest here. Kansas City realistically is a fifteen and one team if they don't sit all their starters in Week Seventeen, but. Unfortunately, they did. They got a loss. Their streak is over, and Buffalo right now is riding an eight-game win streak. And you're right. They are on fire. On, I agree. Pat Mahomes doesn't play. They don't have a chance of winning. I, everybody else is great. I get it, but I, I just don't give him a shot. That's just me. Pat Mahomes, he, he doesn't have to be perfect here, but he needs to be efficient. I think his completion percentage needs to be 65 or up. It's simple as that. He can't have multiple turnovers this game. If he does, it's going to be bad for them. However, here's the thing. This Kansas City team could have five turnovers in the first half, potentially, and still win a game by two points because they're just so explosive on offense. My thing, when I'm thinking about picking this game, is that Kansas City has been playing too many teams too close for too long, and eventually when you do that over and over again, you end up losing. Just because it's your time, you're due. It happens. Give me a prediction here. Who wins this game? Who goes to the Super Bowl to go up against Green Bay in your eyes? Like I said, incredibly, incredibly hard team to pick, uh, hard game to pick. Yeah, I would not be surprised by either team winning. I'm going to go with. I'm I'm gonna assume that Patrick Mahomes is healthy and playing, and uh, like is not mushy brained. Uh, I think the Chiefs will pull it off. They've got more playoff experience. Yeah, nothing against the Bills. They're just a very young team. Yeah, I think they have a really, really bright future. But I think the Chiefs are just too well coached at this point with Andy Reid. I think they're going to pull it off. Probably 
a lower scoring game than we're expecting and then lower than their their previous matchup which was 23 26 to 17 and i'm gonna go with 20 to 17 for the chiefs you know that is interesting because i feel like right now what everybody would want to do is say that this is going to be a blowout and it could be it could be a close game it could be whatever I don't, really there's there's no limits to this game you're right hard game to hard game to pick and just a little thing pat mahomes is limited in practice on thursday so it's not that he's out he is out there but he's not going to be doing too much to potentially play i think he plays i think he plays well however Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are maybe the best quarterback wide receiver combo this season. And they just look like they're ha- the Buffalo Bills look like they're having fun out there. Kansas City looks like they're the powerhouse that's just trying to, you know, sustain and hold. And Buffalo looks like they're just having fun. And I think being laid back and relaxed is the edge here in this matchup. And Buffalo is going to win this game 33 to 27. Alright, it looks like we disagree on both games, Tyler. Yes, I have I have Tampa Bay versus Buffalo. You have Green Bay versus Kansas City. You know, it's fine. You can pick the top the, the two number one seeds. You know, that's plain Jane, that's vanilla. We <laughs> might as well we might as well just call you Russell Wilson at a post game interview, <laughs> giving us exactly what we want to hear. That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Vanilla ice cream, cold. It all comes full circle. And that is going to do it for us here on Second and Short. Be sure to check us out as we will return next week to preview the Super Bowl, review these games, everything like that, and be on the lookout. We are going to be releasing some top 10 videos coming out very soon. Be ready to disagree with everything we have to say. YouTube outro. Bye.